0: Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay. Today, I'm again joined by Stephen Rudolph, the creator of feedyourtigers.com. Welcome back, Stephen.
1: Hi, Magic. Great to be back.
0: I love this concept of feed your tigers. And we were talking a little bit in our previous episode about the different tigers. Are you able to explain the different types of tigers and what they mean.
1: Sure. So there are 19 tigers in total, and maybe I won't go into all 19, but I'll tell you about one subset or one group of of the tigers. So tigers are essentially your, your tendencies or your abilities, things that you have a tendency to do that you're drawn to naturally. And I developed these after researching for years from traditional literature from the East media. And this helped me to identify these. And I'll give you the first nine. And I call them also multiple natures, that they're your natures, your tendencies. The first is, in no particular order, but I I just put them this way, the protective tiger. So the protective tiger is a tendency to prevent harm, loss, injury, or wrongdoing. You know that this is a big one for you if somebody throws something on the floor and you're like, hey, don't do that, pick it up. Or someone's not wearing a seatbelt, you're like, hey, put your seatbelt on. Or there's a petition maybe going around for some purpose or some cause. You sign the petition, you forward it to other people, or maybe you go out to a protest. Those are That's a protective tiger. So if you do those things and that resonates with you, that would mean that's a big one for you. The next is an educative nature. And that's a tendency to teach to explain to help people understand you'll know that's a big one for you if you love to instruct or help people uh, understand something they don't uh, they don't get give them instructions the next one is an administrative nature which is a tendency to get work done so you'll know that's a big one if you love to have projects and you organize things and you've got to-do lists task lists you tend to delegate really well The next is a creative nature. So the creative is a tendency to generate new ideas, to innovate, to brainstorm, to ideate. So you'll know that that's a big one for you when people are fishing for ideas and they say, hey, would you come and help me come up with some ideas for dot, dot, dot. And then you just brainstorm and you've got so many ideas. That would be an example for creative nature. The next is a healing nature. So this is a tendency to feel and sense the pain in other people and then to get them out of that pain. So you'll know you're strong here if you sense when someone's got some imbalance. It could be physical or emotional. And then you know how to guide them to undo that imbalance through words or through a massage or through some sort of remedy. Uh, the next, is, and I won't go into the details, but I'll just mention the others. The others are an entertaining nature. So it's a tendency to attract attention and to amuse through stories or through jokes, through language, et cetera. The next is a providing nature. So a tendency to give, serve, help, take care of others. An entrepreneurial tiger, which is one that creates value and where you might be strong at creating projects or companies or products. And the last that I've identified is an adventurous nature. So this is a tendency to take risk or to do things that other people might consider dangerous it might be driving your vehicle quickly or going on a vacation and not even knowing where you're going to stay when you get there. You'll figure it out when you land, that sort of thing. Or you invest in cryptocurrencies. Those would be examples of a big adventurous tiger.
0: I love that. And I think as you were saying that, I could tick off quite a few of those.
1: Which for you, which are they? I'm just curious like which ones? Oh, uh,
0: a mix of things. I don't see myself in each mm-hmm. tiger completely. But definitely a mix. And I think everyone Mm -hmm. must be a mix. Is that correct?
1: Oh, absolutely. Everybody has all of these. It's just that some are bigger than others. Some might have like one that's dominant and others are medium or smaller. Some will have like almost all of them that are big tigers. And the challenge they have is they have to feed all of them all the time. So they need to be in in a very engaged kind of state and then yeah there are mixes sometimes usually the you'll have like a couple that are big uh, a few that are in the middle and then a few that are smaller that's more of a normal like if you look at the graph there's a there's actually a normal curve that i've noticed um, that uh, if I've, I've done this with about 150,000 people and so we, we see a mix like that some people have just one some are all the same that like they're even and others have this mix
0: so that takes me to my next question. How do you know which tiger to feed and when?
1: Mm. So it's something that I have a nice um, organizing concept, I guess you would call it some, a a tool, organizing tool, which I call the menu of life. And so if you think about it, when you go to a restaurant, generally speaking, you would go to a restaurant and you would have a, if it's a Dining experience, you would have an appetizer, you'd have a main course, and you would have some kind of dessert. And you would think about nutrition, let's just say the nutrition that you get from eating, most of it would come from a main course. And an appetizer might be some nutrition, right? There's probably some fun in there, also some buffalo wings or whatever it might be. And then the dessert, you wouldn't expect to get much nutrition at all. That's just like pure pleasure. If you think about work, in the same way. So a full-time job would be like a main course. And here I'd be talking about not nutrition but your remuneration. So you would get most of your money from your main job that you do. You can also do a side gig, you know, a hustle and get some money doing that and that would be more like an appetizer. And then you could also do something which is, which you love to do but you don't get any remuneration at all. That would be like, you know, a hobby or something. That's that's kind of like dessert. So you're not getting any money, you're not getting any nutrition from that, from your tigers. And so the point here is that all tigers need to eat, and they don't care whether you're getting remunerated for that or not. Like if I'm playing music and I'm just getting jazzed from playing something and creating something, I'm not thinking how I'm going to make money from this. I'm in the moment and I'm enjoying it while I'm doing it. For me, it's a hobby, and I just love to to create it. But I feel good nonetheless. And so in the same way, your question is like, how do you know which one to feed and when? So it's something like this. The more of your big tigers that you can line up with your main work that you do, well, you're in a much better place to feed them more, feed them for longer periods of time and get remunerated for them. So that's an ideal way to do it. But the fact is that most people will never be able to feed all of their tigers sufficiently just from that. So that's where you could look to see where some of your tigers are not being fed. The next place that I suggest is, can you do a side gig, can you do a hustle with some of those tigers that are being underfed? So somebody might have a really big educative tiger and also a healing tiger, but they're not able to do any kind of teaching to help people heal in their main work. And so, yeah, doing a podcast or teaching a yoga class or doing Reiki or something like that might be a great side hustle. You can earn a little bit of money and it's feeding your tiger so you feel good. And any tigers that are left over, well, those get relegated to dessert. Those go for hobbies and leisure activities. So you could always do stuff for fun like that. I have one friend who does numerology and astrology. And so for him, he does not do that at all Even as a a side gig, he feels that it's like an act of love. And when he does somebody's charts, he'll never charge for it. So that's how he feeds that tiger. And that's a big one for him. And he absolutely enjoys doing that. And so that's where he feeds it. So the menu of life.
0: Some great information there. Now, Stephen, what do you think the listeners need to hear that we haven't covered so far?
1: I think the important thing for me to share because I see this with so many people, is that you're okay. You have already everything that you need. There's this belief I've seen that's perpetuated in society that you are not enough. And in order to be happy, you need X. And X could be something material that whether it's like you need these clothes or this car or these sneakers or, you know, something external to you that once you get this, then you'll be happy. And that's never true. You can't consume your way from the the consumer perspective. You can't consume your way to happiness, number one. Or even if it's in terms of the work that you do, it's like, okay, if... You want to be happy, then you need to have these qualities and you need to take this course and you need to... And that's also not true. You've got what you need right now. You are fine just the way you are. You were made perfect. And the joy and the contentment in life comes from realizing what your uniqueness is and then engaging that and being connected to that in the everyday. It's all right there. So it's more of subtractive removing the conditioning removing the belief that i'm not enough and coming to that understanding that i'm okay i've got everything i need and how am I going to use these wonderful, incredible tigers or talents in my day-to-day life and just play with them and enjoy them? That, to me, is the greatest understanding. after twenty one years in India, that was the thing that I came away with, And that's why I'm focusing one hundred percent of my energy on this. I think if I can bring something to others in my life, this will be the one thing that I will love to, I, I would love to bring.
0: And I'm so glad you could bring it to our listeners in this episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephen.
1: Thanks, Magic, for having me.
0: People can find you at www.feedyourtigers.com. Listeners, this was your episode 199. In episode 200, yay, 200. Sorry, oh. I had to do it. We have Andrea Lukak talking about overcoming overwhelm. For now, listeners, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining us and go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies, and more.